Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi friends. Today we're going to be talking about the darkness within. And I feel like I am in the right state of mind to be talking about this because I feel that now that I'm coming out of my depression and my anxiety and coming right back into my power, I have learned to love a lot of the things that I learned through having depression and anxiety. It almost sounds like contradicting because you don't want to be in a state of mind where you're depressed and have anxiety and are always in a negative state of mind. But I appreciate the things that I learned while being in in a negative state of mind. I know and can define my boundaries so much better now because of my anxiety, because of my depression, because when I was dealing with such a thing, I automatically broke the cycle right then and there when it was starting. So it took my anxiety to a point where it was disabling me to understand what my limits were. Those limits were... I didn't want to waste my energy in someone who didn't bring more to the table. All I kept thinking about was I need to get out of this depression. I need to get off of my anxiety. I need to find out what it is that is triggering these things and start eliminating those triggers or start setting boundaries for my anxiety and my depression not to get worse. And now that I'm coming back to my power, I have learned to appreciate those boundaries. I have learned to appreciate the key signals that were happening throughout the depression and the anxiety. I'm taking a moment to appreciate the negativity that I was in, that negative state of mind. I hope that I never get back to that depression or that anxiety, but I hope that if I do, I learn something positive that makes me a better person and makes me achieve something greater than the state that I'm in. Embracing your darkness. Embracing your darkness is going to not just take courage to do so, but it's also going to take the ability to say, I will come back out of it. You have to learn to come back out of it. And you have to come back out of it like, like that saying, I don't know if you guys ever heard the throw me to the pack of wolves, I'll come back their leader. That's exactly how you have to face your shadow self and the negativity that comes with your own self-sabotage, your own self-image of yourself, and your own buildup of negativity. Because once you're there, no one could take you out unless you want to come out. And no one could tell you how to do it, how to move forward from it, how to get over things, or how to even make it better. People could sit here and take you out to eat, take you out, try to do things for you to come back to yourself and come back to your happiness. And even though it's very appreciated that you have a support system, it's very hard to take anyone's word for it once you already made up your mind. Because once you made up your mind that you're not worth it, that you have all these thoughts inside your mind about yourself and the ideas that you have about yourself and all the doubts that come with it, no one could take you out unless you actually are the one that convinced yourself to get off of it, to come back to yourself. If you're not willing to come back to yourself, then I wouldn't recommend going into your darkness because you're not, you're not going to get out of there. So 
But in my case, I dwelled on all my my emotions. I sat there and actually dwelled on the negativity and I embraced it and I and I told myself, well, there's something I have to process through this and there's something that I have to move forward with this. And if this is me, I'm going to accept myself with my negative thoughts, with my negativity, with the self-sabotaging persona that I am. And if I'm self-destructive at this moment, then I'm going to be self-destructive. And it might have also been my stubbornness. But through that, I learned so much about my boundaries. I learned so much about what kind of people I want around me and what kind of people I need to just let go. Because since I was already in that negativity and that that point of breaking down every single time that I didn't agree with something. Because I will be at family gatherings. I will be out in society, in the store. I will be doing something simple as just cooking. And if it was too much for me, it was too much for me. And now I know that once I'm in those limits, it was like a yes or no. It was very clear. Do I want to be here? Yes. Do I not want to be here? No. What is triggering this anxiety? What is triggering my depression? Should I avoid certain topics? Should I not avoid certain topics? Am I ready to embrace my triggers? And when I wasn't, I made that boundary. I'm not ready for that conversation right now. I'm walking away. Or I don't want to do that today. I'll do it tomorrow or when I have the opportunity to do so. My boundaries were set and clear through the depression and through the anxiety. And believe me, I pushed my limits because it was getting to a point where I could notice other people being aggravated and frustrated with my boundaries. But I was okay with it. You know, I I also learned that I didn't care about what anybody said unless they brought something to the table, something positive to my mind, to my my progression. I didn't care what anybody else said. I didn't care what my husband said. I didn't care what my kids said. I didn't care what my parents, what anybody around me had to say. And for someone who grew up always caring about what people said about her, always caring that she's doing the right thing because she never wants anybody to talk bad about her. Being a firstborn child in in a family who immigrated to this country, you had to be perfect. And through the depression and the anxiety, I learned that it didn't matter if you were going to be perfect or not. It didn't matter if everything came down and crashed today. Because at the end of the day, man, if you are not feeling it, you're not feeling it, who gives a crap what other people say? And I have to thank my anxiety and my depression for that. I have to thank it. And I feel that with these lessons that I learned, with the ability to just let go of the idea of perfection, It also broke the idea that I had to be someone's hero. I have always felt that I have to be somebody else's hero. Like if someone comes to me for help, I'm never going to deny them the help. I'm always going to give more than I actually have. And I feel like it's beautiful to help people when you can. But it becomes a problem when you're giving your all to someone or 
giving the things that you don't actually have in order to help someone else progress and that's kind of where I was at before the the depression and the anxiety through the process I kept trying to build a barrier like a protective barrier around me and my belongings like the things that belong to me the things that I work so hard to achieve and work so hard to manifest I was protecting like my life was the stake and at some point this was kind of my reality I ended up in the ER several times thinking I was like dying and I protected everything with my life and that made me realize that you could learn so much from this darkness, so much from the, the things that you fear, the, the things that make you go into negative. And you could turn that into a positive thing, a positive outcome and a positive quality if you're able to just learn from that darkness. Learn that you do have boundaries, you do have set standards, you are worth it enough because you're worthy of all these things because you obviously achieved so much that you're willing to protect those things with your life. I found so much of me, so much of me and all throughout this whole process, I swear to you guys, through this whole process, all of my news feeds on all my social medias and a lot of the things that I was thinking about was a lot of like demon worship I did a lot of research on demons I saw a lot of things about demons and how demons could help you achieve so much in your in your life and then it was like I would listen to other people's podcasts and they would talk about demons like demons was something that was coming up a lot while I was in this state of mind but it was coming up as demons are here to help you if you're willing to accept the help. The only problem with dealing with demons is that because every demon makes you submerge into the darkness, makes you submerge into, you know, being envious, being being selfish. Or the idea that we have, right? The idea that we have about demons is that we're going to be submerged into the, their darkness to harm others or to harm ourselves. Because we can't be envious of people. We can't be, we can't hold hate inside our, our hearts. We can't desire bad on someone. And we feel like demons are these entities that do bring out that negativity and will make you go crazy in power, be envious of others, be in a negative state of mind, and just self sabotage yourself because of the things that these demons do. Are teaching you but all that I kept hearing from the podcasters and their guests and my newsfeed and I swear to you guys I wasn't even looking for it it was just popping up popping up popping up and I feel like it was a a sign that I just needed to embrace the darkness because demons that help you be self-centered and be, be selfish is literally making you have boundaries it's okay for you to think about yourself. It's okay for you to put yourself first. Obviously, there's a borderline of it becoming a super negative thing. But like I said, if, you, if you're embracing it and you allow it to become something positive, if you allow the darkness to be positive, 
then it becomes a life lesson. Then it becomes a whole new level of achieving the boundaries and achieving what it is to be you. Like this whole idea of anger, right? They say that we shouldn't be angry at each other. They say that we we should all be in peace and we should talk it out and, and all these things. It's okay to be mad because that's when you know that your boundary was broke, that your trust was broke, that you, you're not with the things that are happening to you at the moment. And through that anger, you're able to express yourself and express to others what it is to have your boundaries and what it is for someone to, to break those boundaries. It's not a bad thing to be mad. It's not a bad thing to be self, self-centered. It literally means that you are fed up with the mistreatment that there is towards your persona, towards who you are. And there needs to be drastic changes in order for you to come back to the love and light, the I'm going to be happy and joyful and not argue with anybody and not fight with anyone and be in a positive state of mind. It's going to take you setting different boundaries. It's going to take you pushing buttons. It's going to take you making it well known what it is to cross your boundary. I obviously I'm not encouraging because I've never really practiced with demons. I never invoked any demon um, because I don't know what it is to work with them. But I feel like I had a little taste of what it is to deal with such an entity and I don't feel like it's any bad and this kind of reminds me of a while back maybe maybe about a year ago you know I was just having some issues with my husband about certain things and as any relationship you have issues of dumb things you know like senseless things and it was a full moon and I remember I was releasing a lot of like negative emotions that have been building up in the full moon and I kept praying and burning things on on a bonfire and I kept doing spells just to release. I I had a dream about Lilith. I know it was Lilith because there was a lot of telltale signs that it was her and then later I confirmed I confirmed through divination that it was Lilith but literally Lilith was telling me that in my relationship I had to be the one in charge. And if you guys know anything about Lilith and who she is, she's literally what it is to be a woman and not be afraid to say your wants, your desires, your be fully in your passionate sexuality and not have to apologize for it. Not have to say, I'm sorry, I feel this way, I need this, I desire that. I'm going to take it because I'm a woman and I'm in my full power and I get to be on top. And I I learned that with Lilith. But before, before this dream, before all of that, I used to be afraid of Lilith. I would hear about Lilith, but I'm like, um, everything that I grew up with talking about Lilith, Lilith was, you know, the, the mother of demons. Growing up Catholic, you, you have a good side and a bad side and the bad side Lilith is queen and the devil's king, you know? But like I said, after I had that dream about Lilith and followed her advice and followed the the idea that I had to be a woman without a without a man. 
Like I didn't have to have validation from him to be myself. I didn't have to always ask him for my desires, both physical and materialistic. I could be whatever I wanted to be as a woman, no matter what. If you know who Lilith is, how freaking beautiful was that message? And throughout her advice, I became a better person because of it. You know, the the advice and how I was able to apply it. So now that I'm here, it's like I'm not so much afraid to embrace the negativity. And I'm not so much afraid to even consider that, that demons have such a positive thing or a positive outcome. And a lot of the people that I was hearing throughout this process that they were showing up on my newsfeed was it's hard to work with demons because it could borderline turn into you being a negative person like you could be destructive self-destructive if you become too self-centered or too selfish but that's the same thing with everything like if you are constantly trying to release your ego you're in the light light and love power when you're trying to constantly stay on the positive side, you don't achieve the lessons that are being taught in the negative, in in the darkness. We need light and we need and we need darkness. We need the sun and we need the moon. I'm not trying to encourage you guys to go talk to demons. I think that in order for you to do such a thing, you have to be very seasoned practitioner and you have to have a lot of knowledge to do such a thing. I haven't done it because of the same reason that I don't know enough to be dealing with entities that I don't know enough about. But I do encourage you guys to embrace the negative things that are about you and what those negative things are teaching you about you. That doesn't mean that you get stuck on the idea that you have to always be stubborn. You have to always be mad. You have to always be depressed and, and have a ton of anxiety. This just means that what is it that you could learn from that negative emotion? What is it that you could learn from the negative things that happen to you? And in turn, turn it into something positive. Turn it into something that is useful for somebody else. Because of these things that I'm going through, I got to see a lot of people's real emotion towards me. I got to see a lot of people that cared about me genuinely. And I got to see those who didn't even give a crap that. I got to see who was celebrating that I was in a negative state of mind. Who was celebrating and waiting for me to break. And... I can't be more grateful for that experience because I really got to see a lot of true faces. People are always around you just because you're positive. People are always around you because you're always in a good state of mind and they drop and leave all the negativity with you. And that's the person that I was. I will always carry somebody else's baggages, but when it came for someone to carry mine, my circle just dropped more than half how how does that happen how am i always the the person who helps you and helps you get through a lot of things and i'm always the one that is there to for you to vent but you're not there to find out how i'm doing how you could help me and i feel like i'm not even mad about it i'm just setting boundaries (laughs) 
I'm just setting those boundaries. I'm okay with it. Very grateful for the experience. Very joyful now that I'm coming back into my power. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I hope you guys embrace the negativity. Embrace the things that that are coming up. And not allow it to build up. That was my wrong. I allowed myself to build up so much negativity and not let out a negative emotion all because I was afraid of what people would say or I was afraid that I wasn't going to be in service for others with my negativity. And the person that needs to be most served by you is yourself. Serve you first. You eat first. You get taken care of first. When it comes to spoiling someone, you come first. Thank you guys for listening. Share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey. And if you guys would like to see more spiritual content, in the description below, there's a link where you guys could go straight to my Instagram and straight to my TikTok. Make sure to follow both because in both platforms, I have different content. So make sure to follow both. Once again, thank you guys for listening and have a great one.